are listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Magic and give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Technology is not an expense, it's an investment. Look at what ThinkHR has done for our clients and even our team. It's an amazing product and I'm so thankful we have that. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Things are changing for us in 2021. Not all big business anymore. Now that we have Cover Wallet on our team, it's amazing that we're going to be able to write small business profitably. This is Power Producer Shop Talk production redefined are you ready to feel the power hey everybody welcome to power producer shop talk episode 31 where we're going to talk about appointment setting and breaking that whole thing down it's a little something kyle knows about oh yeah i love appointment setting it's the best it's it's, it, it's something you have to do you know I hate appointment setting yeah it's the worst well, the good news it is dep- it depends on what I mean, it depends on what we're doing. Sitting on the phones, calling people, and trying to set appointments sucks. It does, unless you're making money doing it, and then it's my favorite thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying the process of sitting down, picking up the phone, calling a bunch of people, and trying to set appointments that part sucks. Yes, I don't even like talking to people I like on the phone. That I don't like. Right. I don't like people. <laughs> well, I guess I'm <laughs> so. very much. <laughs> Uh, Queen, wife's getting ready to go into labor again anytime soon. She better not be. <laughs> well, I mean, it seems like it's been long enough that that could happen. Dude, so Nash, Nash beat the hell out of me this morning. He's so he's so rude, man. He's he's an, he <laughs> did he assaulted me. He assaulted me. Well, with his I, razor sharp fingernails and hammer fists. Oh, he's like dude. four. The bridge of your nose is going to get punished at some point. You'll be laying there sleeping, and he wants to come in and let you know he's he's awake. Yeah, just throw you right in the nose, <laughs> right the bridge of it, or on can't, the tip. Can't wait. It's the best, man. Kids are awesome. I love yeah. them so much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, appointment setting, right? Um, yeah, I want to talk about this a little bit, just basically because it's something fresh on my mind since we're running through this process right now at Florida Risk. You know, true. we're the process of building an appointment setting machine, mm-hmm. uh, literally, <laughs> not right. like it's not a figurative term. We're doing an appointment setting machine right. powered by virtual assistants. And, you know, the thought process of that is we only have so much time in the day, man, you know, and mm-hmm. we talk a lot about differentiating ourselves at the point of sale. That's where you need to differentiate yourself. You don't necessarily need to differentiate yourself when you're trying to schedule an appointment, right? Yeah. Because people don't care. That decision maker yeah. doesn't care. I mean, you might be able to ha- come up with a couple of decent scripts and quips or whatever that you use to get somebody yeah. to you, but by and large, you're not getting into your value proposition trying to no. set it up on the phone so no in, in my opinion you want to be as as brief and as and keep it as simple as possible the more you start to try to get you know too cute with things and and 
throw a bunch of detail out. I mean, it raises more questions and then you get into this whole rabbit, you know, hole on, on the phone or something like that. And it, it's just not, it's not the same as if you're sitting there in person talking with them and they are able to explain things or answer their questions in, in, in person like that. I, I, I've always been in, in any previous position, my appointment setting, I always kept it as simple as possible, especially with, especially with PEO. Cause that's not like a simple thing. It's kind of, you know, can be complicated. There's a lot of moving pieces. Buddha and Suda cutoffs right out of the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being certified by the IRS. Right. It, it, exactly. So I would try to keep that as simple as possible. And that's, and that's what would work on the phones. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe other people have, have other success other, you know, with, with a different process than that. But for me, that's what's worked. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, but the thing is where I was headed with that, you know, we're so worried about differentiating ourselves to differentiating ourselves at the point of sale value proposition, all of that. I think sometimes we allow that to cloud how simple it is just to make phone calls and ask for an appointment, you know? Right. And, and, the other thing is you have to balance because sometimes there's a conversation where maybe we have information like we know that an experience mod is going up. We True. know beyond a shadow of a doubt this experience True. mod is going up. So, so that's a good point because that's a completely – I don't need a VA calling and having that conversation. No, and that's a, obviously a completely different conversation and should lead to an easier appointment being set. I, agree. I, I mean if, if somebody – if I'm a business owner and somebody's calling me with information about my business – and, um, especially if I know that, like if I'm a business owner, I know my mod is going up and somebody who is not my agent or have anything to do with my business is calling me, telling me about that. I'm going to be a little bit intrigued, you know, or angry. But, well, yeah, true. But, um, it, it's, I'm going to probably give them a chance to, to talk with me. Yep. I agree. I mean, in part of my theory too, behind doing this is there's so much volume, right? We, we just, we did the episode for number 30 that talks about what the daily activity needs to be. And if you're really yeah. hammering in your pro- ideal prospects, you know, you're, you're making a dozen calls or whatever you're doing to get in front of people a day, mm-hmm. that doesn't scratch the surface of what we have in our system. Right. So oh, yeah. All of these leads that we're downloading from, dude. I have seven thousand for Pinellas alone. We, we, what did we talk about? Two, we talked about two thousand in the last episode. Yeah, it's crazy. And so that's where that's where I, my mind was: is we're missing opportunity, even though, yeah, you know, a virtual assistant is not going to come out of the box, and and probably never. I don't know. I've not really worked with them that much, but mm. I don't know that I'll ever turn that portion of the conversation over. But what they can do is call people and say, hey, just out of curiosity, we know your insurance is coming up for renewal in 60 days. We'd love to have an opportunity to talk to you about our firm and what we've done to save people like you money. Mm -hmm. Um, What I talk to about getting an appointment to discuss this. Something like Mm -hmm. that. Right. Simple. What can they do? And the thing is, people, I'm not worried as much about getting them to set the appointment. I am. I mean, that'll be a nice byproduct of it. And the law of large numbers tells me that we'll get appointments from that process. There's no doubt in my mind. You just simply mm-hmm. can't be reaching out to people in that volume. But I want to get them into our system, man. Let's just get the name. Let's get the email address. Let's mm-hmm. figure out how we're going to do that because then we can hit them with our solicitation calendar, a drip email, mm-hmm. set tasks for follow-up and all of that other stuff. And then that makes it to a much makes it much smoother as we go into the next year. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, here's the thing is, is insurance agents and producers, we've trained these companies on how to do business. It's our yeah, fault. Right. I, I mean, I love going in. Meet with us a couple months before renewal. Yeah. I love calling people off cycle. I like yeah. talking to them a, a month after they renewed. And if they're willing to talk to me and schedule an appointment, my close rate is almost a hundred percent. If I get them off cycle, the problem is we as an industry have trained people that they only should be dealing with this right. in 60 to 90 days before renewal. And what's scary is how many business owners and decision makers literally spend 95% of all of the time that they spend on insurance and risk management mm-hmm. in that window. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's nuts. Right. You mean to tell me that of all of the time you spent in insurance, it's literally in that 30, 60, 90 days before renewal? What do you do with the other 75% of your year? Right. Well, I mean, I, I would think that... That's why you have a 1.9 mod. Now yeah. I understand. Right. But I mean, I think that by us training people to do that, we actually, and I know this is you know taking this to a different level of thought, but my thought process is this. We've trained them on how we're going to solicit appointments. They know the drill. And, you know, in my experience, most of the time, if somebody is going to talk to an agent and and, and look at evaluating, making a change, they're going to probably bring in two or three people, you know, and do that if they've not done it in a while. So we're all calling and soliciting around the same time. And I have a hundred comfort level with my value proposition and how I'm going to differentiate. How much more am I going to be uh, highlight the differences between what I know and what I can do versus mm-hmm. my competition when we're literally all there in that same tight window of time? I actually like my chances of differentiating myself better if I'm going in during that period of time. I'm not saying I'm going to do that with every account because I'm mm-hmm. not, but I do think that we're going to be able to grow very nicely this year just by having somebody canvassing the 80% of our raw leads that we Mm -hmm. never have time to do and then take the producers and have them focus on that top 20%. Mm -hmm. It should work out really, really well and be a very cost-effective way for us to do this. Yeah, I agree for sure. The other piece of it is though, it's not just, you know, doing it and and calling to set the appointment. It's having the right scripts, which, you know, we've talked about that before. We've got good scripts that we're going to use for this and I'm sure we'll modify them. But it's also then following up, right? So the thing that I like about what we set up, I spent about an hour on the phone or on Zoom this morning with David Lefebvre looking at the dashboards he created. So when we have this person that's an appointment setter set up, they're going to be, they have access to HubSpot. They have an actual call list inside of HubSpot that's pre-populated with who they're supposed to talk to. And then there's different segments of what that looks like in terms of, you know, attempted to call and didn't get them, maybe interested, do not call, ready for producer. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a VA that can go in, they can operate in the company record, they can pick, they can validate who the decision maker is, get their contact information, create that contact record for us. And as they reach out to call them, we set them up with a phone, a hard desk phone from Lightspeed Voice and a static IP address so that now they can call from a desk phone in the Philippines but which, by the way, if you are um, thinking that because somebody's from the Philippines, they don't speak good English, you're kidding yourself, people. I talked to my look, 
I don't know if my VA's name is really Marvin or not, but that's his name. Marvin, Marvin Jasper Chung is his name. So it sounds, it sounds like that's absolutely his name. How could it not be? How could it not be? I don't know. I know like five guys from the Philippines now and four of them are named Marvin. So maybe that is like, you know, what? Bob or whatever over there. I know. I, I just, whatever. Maybe, or maybe everybody's playing. <laughs> hey, tell him your name's Marvin, man. He believes all Filipinos are named Marvin, but what, you know, whatever. But you know, he, Marvin can go in and he has this dashboard. He knows where he's supposed to go when he makes that call because of the way Lightspeed configured it. And the fact that they're as flexible as they are, you know, number one reason why I have them for my phones is he'll make that call and it'll automatically attach to the contact record because he's calling the number associated with that contact record in HubSpot. And now I can go through and I can do a high level view of the call. I mean, how much of a time saver is, yeah. I mean, it it completely takes out the human error aspect of it because it's getting recorded and going right in there. They don't have to take additional time to go back and fill in all their notes like, I mean, it, it you know what? they can communicate with us. He, right. he gets somebody on the phone, gets some intel. He makes a note. It goes into the record. I mean, I am super pumped, man. I, I don't know why I waited as long as I did to engage with virtual assistants. But, you know, this yeah. is huge for us as an agency. And it's also going to be huge for the entire Killing Commercial community because my next goal with all of this is to go to the once I prove concept, go to the, the community as a whole and say, Hey, listen. Here's the deal. Here's how much. I, here's how many hours I'm getting a month in call time. Here's how much it's costing me. Who would be willing to sign up for a service similar to this? You know, knowing these parameters, and then I want to get that list and go back and say, okay, here's the rate you gave me for the 170 hours you guys are calling for me. Mm-hmm. I'd like to buy 4,000 hours a month for you from you. How much of a deal can you give me for 4,000 hours a month? And here are the people that we're gonna share that with and here's how you're going to bill it and all of that now not only have we given them an awesome tool that they used that they wouldn't but we've used the power of volume to leverage the pricing down and it makes all the sense in the world for us to do that it's only going to perpetuate more and more and more and i'm already sitting here thinking about you know what man son of a gun once i get used to this this is going to be crazy. I'll probably not hire anybody else for another two years at this point. I'll just start supplementing with virtual assistants that can do the the things that I need done. Because in my daily life, which, you know, I'm not going to get into all of that right now, but my biggest problem is it's all of this clerical administrative stuff. Dude, that's been the story since, uh, since my time here, man. Well, but yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm slow to react. You know, I like to picture my VA as a Filipino man named Marvin in the tuxedo shirt, singing lead vocals at Skinner concert, <laughs> and I'm in the front row, just hammer drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all she wrote. Yeah, well, you know, if you're not first, you're last. That's all. Exactly. I <laughs> See ya. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, I can't I can't get into it any more than that. I'm pumped no. about what we're doing to set the appointments. I'm interested in what other people are doing. If you're doing something cool in your agency and you think that um, we should hear about it, shoot me a message. Let, Let me know. know. I'm interested in hearing, hearing some other tactics and techniques that people are doing. But that's the other cool thing, man. We got this thing integrated in HubSpot now. Once we get you know phone numbers and cell phones and all of that, we have text that we can do, mm-hmm. you know, automations and all of that. I'm just super pumped. It's, kind of, it's endless, it, it's, and it's going to keep progressing. 
Absolutely. And then we roll them into lead scoring so that we can monitor their behavior and make sure that when they're opening emails or go into our website, we're giving them points for predetermined behaviors so that we know that at that point, okay, producers, you know, here's the latest list of raw leads. You're not to call anybody whose lead score is less than 80. Otherwise, Marvin's going to keep working it until right. it gets to that point. I mean, just so much opportunity, man. I'm super pumped. And, you know, the other thing is it's going to force me to get out from behind the desk a little bit because I have my own call list now. So I'm actually going to organically produce some of this stuff along with you guys just to make sure that concepts be improved in the right way. So mm-hmm. it'll be cool. Cool. I like it. Right, and I don't have anything else to bring to bring up about it. I'm interested in other people's thoughts, but uh, that's kind of where we're at with appointment setting. 20% technical producers, 80% not technical VA and Marvin. Take Let's them go. to town. Let's go Marvin. Take them to town. See ya. listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes